Change Your Minds Online, the last show of the year. How are you doing today, Jessica? I'm doing great, Akina. I'm just so excited for this new year. There's just so much going on in my life, and I'm so excited and just energized. I've been setting goals and just really just thinking and deciding about what this new year is going to look like, and I'm just so excited for it. I cannot wait for it to come. Ooh, I love that energy. You know, I myself are, have a few things lined up in the pipeline. I actually was actually inspired by Jessica to do my, um, I do my goals every year, and I did them early. I've actually already posted them on my, uh, uh, what is that, WordPress, yes, and I am all ready to go. My commitment is made, signed, sealed, and delivered. And that's what we're going to be talking about today. You know, we don't want to take anything into 2016 that we do not want. You know, and with all of this energy, all these great things that's going on in our lives, we want to be mindful that we're not taking the negativity with us as well as the positivity. We want to leave all of that stuff behind. We want to make sure that we are standing on a strong foundation for 2016. We want that foundation to grow and to flourish. We want our 2016 to be better than it has ever been. This to be the year of execution, the year of action, the year of abundance. We want it to be everything that it's supposed to be. And we want to make sure that we are moving all the obstacles that we possibly can out of the way. Now, we know obstacles are going to come because that's life and that's what life does. But we want to move all of the ones that we are bringing to the table, right? You know, we can't do uh, nothing about what other people bring to the table, but we can do uh, things about what we bring to the table. And sometimes we bring stuff to the table that we have not even thought about, you know, have you ever thought about that, Jessica? Yeah, you know, absolutely. A lot of times we carry around this baggage with us from the from the past. And, you know, we say that we want something, but unfortunately our mindset just doesn't match up to it, and we wonder why we're not getting it. And, you know, oftentimes we're doing the do. So, you know, we, we are going and we're, you know, let's just say, for example, we want to lose weight, you know, so maybe you're going to the gym and maybe you're, you know, eating healthy, but you still see yourself and in your mind you're still carrying on um, the mindset of someone who is overweight and you still look in the mirror and see that. Well, your body is going to be responsive to that and it, it really can have a real physical effect on your metabolism. You know, or let's say you're trying to get over a hurdle in your finances. So you're, you're, you're doing the do and maybe you read uh, books on finances and you've learned about money and maybe you've you know, gone and found a way to create extra money, whether it's network marketing or writing an ebook, or you know, we've talked on the show this year about many ways you can do that. And then you said, okay, so, and you wonder, well, it's not really working. My income isn't really increasing. Well, you know, you might be still bringing scarcity to the table in the conversations that you have with yourself. And even while you're doing the right things, you know, if you're carrying that extra baggage with you, it can make a really big difference. And, again, as we're setting these goals for the new year, one of the things that I did this year, 
excuse me, um, with my goals, and I do this every year, is number one, writing out gratitude for all the things. I did 10 um, items of gratitude for each one of the goals I had. The other thing I thought about was I put down next to every single goal an intention that I created for the new year, and I call them intentions. I think it's just a stronger word, so I personally... If you look at my list of goals, the title of it, it's a, it's a document on Google Docs. It says, I intend to create. And um, it, each for each one of them, it has the ways of being that are going to achieve those goals. So, for example, and I have it in front of me, you know, in my friends and family, I have that, okay, in order to achieve my intentions, and there's four intentions I have, you know, the ways of being that I will be required to be is accepting, loving, and supportive. You know, that matters more than the doing. So then I go to my finances, and I have goals for my finances. There are six intentions. And, you know, accepting, loving, and abundance. So those are the ways of being that are going to be required for me to have that, right, to, to manifest the things that I, I desire. And it's really important that as we're setting these new intentions, you know, obviously, right, if there's an intention, right, if we want to create something, we haven't created it in the past. And, and it, let's not blame, place blame or judgment on ourselves for that fact, right? It may just be the opportunity hasn't come up. But, you know, let's own it. So let's say, okay, you know, we know that wherever we are in our lives, we're there because of our decisions, because of our mindset, because of our actions, our thought patterns, you know, our energy, whatever we've done, wherever we are, we've created it. So if we want to, you know, create something different, if we want to create something more, which we all should want to do, there's really no point in our lives where we've arrived, right? It's always a process of growing and creating and expanding. We live in an expanding universe, and we should always be an expanding in our lives and our friendships and our health. Everything should always be expanding. So what we do need to know that if who we are up until now has brought us to where we are, well, we're going to need to have a different way of being. We're going to need to have a different set of skills in order to get further, to expand it further, to create what we want. So, you know, and it's not a wrongdoing, right? It's not making anyone wrong about it. So, you know, I'm really, really proud of where I've come this year. And I've had some friends over today. And I said, you know, wow, I'm just thinking about how different, you know, my life is today than when the year started in 2015. And, Akina, you know, you were... In my apartment in the Bronx in 2015, when the year started, we spent that year together, and so much has changed for me. I'm a full-time entrepreneur now. I have learned so much. I've just changed so much, and better relationships, better everything. And my life is just in better health than I was um, a year ago. And just knowing that, and okay, like, well, this is what um, I, I this is what made me there. Well, knowing that in 2016, that as much as has gone well, right? There's things that worked, and a lot worked for me this year, but there's also things that didn't work because there's breakthroughs that I didn't have. There's things I wanted to create I haven't created yet. And I'm not, you know, making myself wrong about it, and I'm not sitting in judgment of myself. I love myself. I am grateful to myself for everything that who I've become and, you know, who I've gotten to be over the last year. But I also know that if I want to create um, even more, that it's going to be a process of release, that it's going to be required that what didn't work doesn't come with me into 2016, that I only bring what worked, and I expand what worked, and I release what didn't work. And those are really the old ways of being, right, the old habits, the old reactionary 
you know, we had when, when things didn't go well. So maybe we reacted in a way that wasn't great. Surrendering the ego. You know, 2015, I said, this is the year I'm going to surrender my ego. And a really big part of it, I was able to do that. And I was successful. And there's still a lot of things I need to surrender. Um, so that's what my goal is for 2016. But really, you know, that's what it means for me to not bring things into 2016. You know, I like to look at it in terms of what what didn't work and, and really figuring out the ways of being that will work. And I know a lot of people, when they talk about this topic, you're, you know, they're talking about forgiving yourself for past mistakes and you're talking about, you know, those type of things and forgiving other people. And that's really important, too. I mean, it's just super toxic to you know, take up your headspace. There's only so much energy that we have and for wasting it on things that are weakening our body, like negative thoughts and feelings and judgment and blame to other selves or other people. I mean, we just can't create with energy. That's the bottom line, right? We can only use our energy for one thing at a time. So, you know, and then that's really powerful too. And I know a lot of people like to talk about that at this time. But, you know, for me, what I'm focusing on this year for myself is really just like I said, what didn't work and what will work. You know, that is a great, great segue. Because, you know, a lot of people, you're right, they think, oh, I need to get rid of this, and I need to get rid of that. You know, a lot of times when you are going, it's also time to do inventory. It's also time to do inventory. And that's what I like about you, Jessica. You You are very good at that inventory. This didn't work. That did. This did. That didn't. We need to fix this. You know, we need to tweak that. You know, and you give it levels. And you know, I have truly, truly watched you work. <laughs> and I have been impressed. If I don't say it, you know, on a regular basis, I'm saying it on air. I was very impressed. <laughs> and you know, Thank you. you're welcome. And you know, I. I did the I did something close to that. You know, I took inventory of one thing that I don't do very well, and that is the feelings thing. Uh, I was always taught as a child that we do not show our emotions because that's not ladylike. We do this, this, and this, and then after we get home, we kick the wall. But we go to the bathroom, we kick the wall. <laughs> that is what I was taught. That's my, uh, you know, we'll show them why. <laughs> but we do not ever show our emotions. And and Jessica knows this about me. You know, I'm very, I, I don't, <laughs> we don't do that and <laughs> in my camp. And I had to uh, take inventory of that this year because at the end of the day, all that stuff was, what I was holding inside was the reason why I was gaining weight, the reason why I was so sickly. You know, I couldn't go without having some insurance because I was there on the, you know, they I had a regular appointment with the doctor, you know. And these things were the reason why. And as I started releasing and I took inventory of the things that I really didn't need in my area, the different burdens that I did not need to carry, the different things that were not mine in the first place that I took on just because. It was 
so eye-opening. And, you know, as women, we tend to take on a lot of stuff that's not ours. We want to be captain everybody. You know what I'm saying? And we go in and we just say, whoosh, you know, we're going to clean everything up. And we take on everything. And, you know, we need to stop that because while we take on everything, the other people go along their merry way and they don't have any responsibility. They don't take any responsibility. It's cleaned up. It's handled. They don't have to worry about it. They keep on going and doing what they're going to do. And that is not cool because at the end of the day, we're taking on burdens that we don't need to take care of. So that is my inventory that I had to do. I had to realize that I had to let people be responsible for the things that they need to be responsible for. I need to be responsible for the things that I need to be responsible for. And then I had to release the rest. If it wasn't my burden, I'm not going to take it on anymore because it was only making me sick. It was only making me fat. It was only making me tired. And they were going along their merry way. And, you know, as a servant leader, someone who loves to help, someone who feels it necessary, that was a hard lesson to learn. Someone who was trained that we don't let our emotions show, we don't deal, you know, we just deal with it and move on. That was very, very, very hard for me as an individual. And, you know, especially doing the Empowering Women series and knowing that other people may be going through the same thing that I'm going through, I wanted the audience to hear this thing and to know that it's okay. Leave all of that that doesn't belong to you in 2015. Go into 2016 with a clean slate, a slate that's yours, a slate that you can build on, a slate that's going to take you to the next level. You know, and sometimes when we're cleaning this slate, we're going to change our mindset, we're going to change our focus, we're going to change our circle. And it's okay because it needs to be done. And, you know, I know mine is not as peppy as Miss Jess's was today, but it was something that I really need to learn. And I figure that some people may be out there that's going through the same thing and don't have anybody to talk to it, talk to about it. Well, you can come talk to me. You can talk to us. You know, I know I'm going through it. And... Those are the things that I want to leave in 2016 and if, uh, in 2015. And if you need to leave it there, I'm here to help. So what's your thoughts, Jess? Anything you're leaving in 2015? I'm sorry? Anything you're leaving in 2015? You know, yeah, I think it's really powerful to leave things behind. And like I said, for me, I really figured out what was working or what wasn't working for me. And for me, what 
you know, ways of being that are going to work for me in 2016 are, is really being consistent. And that's, I think, one of the biggest things I'm leaving behind is really just being inconsistent. And and that's what I wanted to, you know, bring everyone through when I went in inventory for myself. You know, there's conversations that are still scarcity conversations that I'm having. And so I said, okay, you know what, what is going to work? Well, consistency, being abundant, and those things are going to work. So since that's going to work, you know, whatever the opposite of that is, is really what I'm leaving behind. And there's a lot of um, kind of context that we all come from. So a context is really just these belief systems that we have about ourselves, and it's developed over time, mostly from when we are at a very young age. And we come and we operate and we choose, we make decisions based upon that context, that conversation. So, and, you know, I've done a podcast about this this year, that one of the contexts that I used to come from and that really dominated a lot of the conversations around my family and my friends, my relationships this year was this context that I'm not lovable. And I was operating from that context. And I realized that I couldn't really enter into deep relationships, including a relationship with myself, because I had come from that context. And that is certainly one of the things I released this year. You know, one of the things that wasn't working that I'm bringing, I'm not bringing with me into 2016. There's also a lot of things, just healing relationships. And I can I know they said, you know, this isn't my ideal um, or person, not my ideal, but this is not personally like my focus when I look at and take my inventory. But there's relationships that need to be cleaned up, right? So in the next few days, I'm going to be making phone calls and just, you know, settling things with friends, either, you know, if, if it's appropriate to, to talk and talk it out and, you know, settling any debts, any outstanding debts we have that we can. Um, there's things like those things I'm going to be cleaning up before I go into 2016. So it's really powerful to be able to clean up those things and to do to do that and really just enter into 2016 with a new mindset. And I'd really say that's what I'm going to be um, leaving behind this year and really, like I said, just starting with a whole new energy and just being very intentional about who I get to be to make everything happen that I want to happen. You know, that was powerful, Jessica. You know, a lot of times we just have to say, wow, you know, this is where it is, and this is what we want, and this is where, what we got to do to get it. And we have to start doing that inventory. We have to start with, and you know, and I was saying this on a, on a Periscope the other day, I was telling my audience, you know, we can make plans and we make decisions and we can do all this kind of thing. But if we don't go into it with the right mindset, it's not going to happen. If we go into it with the same attitude and mindset that we went into all those other years with, it's not going to happen. We have to go in it with the determination and the drive and the you know, motivation that it's going to take to finish the product. I mean, we all know we have, we, you know, there's things we want to do. And even on my inventory, and I will tell you this, and I'm going to be, you know, completely transparent with this, all the things that was more me-centered on my um, 
on my inventory versus people-centered or business-centered were left on the back burner. I, some of most of them I had to re- uh, complete or continue into the next year. Now everything that was people-centered or business-centered all got done. But the things that were just me, the things that were just like self-care and things of that nature, they didn't get done because I didn't make that a priority. I made my business a priority. I made my students a priority. I made, you know, my family a priority, but I didn't make me the priority. I was always last. And that's a red flag because at the end of the day, I'm the one that's living this life. That means I'm taking on a lot of stuff that may or may not be beneficial. And so I need to what? What do I need to do? I need to accept where I am right now and my ability to maybe not give myself the care that I give to other people. I have to accept that. Then I have to put into the atmosphere where I want to be. I want my me time to equal my friend time, my business time, and my family time. I want my that part to have the same importance as the rest of the stuff. Now, will I stop serving my business, my friends? My people, my family, my people, no. I know that. That's not me. I know I'm not going to stop doing that. But the part is that I have to, I guess I was having the issue with, that Jessica was having, uh, subconsciously. Maybe I didn't, wasn't, a, you know, I wasn't having that lovable thing with me. You know, I had to deal with everybody else first, and then I put myself on the back burner. Then I deal with me. You know, and I'm leaving that in 2016. I'm leaving that. And I hope that anybody on this call today that's listening will leave that as well. Know that you are as precious as any of the other projects you're doing. Knowing that you and your health and your well-being, if your tank runs empty, there's nobody there to love on the things that you're loving on right now. Give yourself the same love. Fill up your tank. Love on yourself so that you'll have the energy to love on others. We do go dry. I know it's hard to believe, but we do go dry. And we have to replenish ourselves so that we can give to others. And that's one of the things that servant leaders go through a lot. We think that we can just keep going and going and going and going and we don't get tight. But we do get tired. And then what happens when we get tired and there's no more juice left? We have to make a commitment to ourselves that we're going to replenish the juice so that we can give to others. On that note, Jessica, uh, is there any other things uh, that I missed tonight? No, you know, I think it's a little bit early, but, you know, we're closing out this new year, and, and um, you know, that's really what we have to say to close it down is just really 
on this new year, we're going to just really focus on being who we need to be or who being who we get to be in order to really create right. what we want and taking care of ourselves and just leaving anything that didn't work this year behind is what is going to make that happen for us. And, you know, on that note, we just want to let everyone know what our new schedule is going to be like to reiterate what it's going to be like for next year. So in 2016, as you guys may have already heard if you've listened before and if you're a first-time guest, then you'll find out now. But we are moving our podcast to 8 p.m. Eastern Time, and we're going to be adding a third show. So this year, starting our very next call, you know, we were going to be doing on Sunday nights an Empowering Faith series. Our first one of the year will be January 3rd. So that'll be our first call. It's a brand-new call. It is our first biblical-based, Christian-based um, and faith-based call for Changing Minds Online. We're going to be sticking with our Empowering Women series on Thursday nights at 8 p.m. And we're going to be doing a our Empowering Mindset series, which is actually the Sunday night inspirational call, a little bit more of a twist. And we're going to be doing that at Tuesdays at 8 p.m. So you'll be able to tune in again for Empowering Faith on Sundays at 8 p.m., Empowering Mindset at Tuesdays at 8 p.m., and Empowering Women series our Thursday night call will say the same with a new time. And that is actually in removing it and, you know, just letting you know, guys, everyone know, you know, as we as uh, we learn more, one of the habits I've adopted is to go to bed earlier and to wake up sooner. So when, on that note, it's 9.30 p.m. Eastern time. It is now past my bedtime because I know as an entrepreneur, getting up early um, is what is required for me to reach all my goals. So thank you, everyone, for bearing with us on our new schedule. So, on that note, thank you, everyone, for making this a really successful year. We've put out some amazing books. We've had a lot of podcasts, some great guests, um, just so much response on our Facebook page. We've reached over 10,000 likes this year. We're grateful for everything that you've allowed us to create by supporting us. So, you know, on that note, I'm going to just end my portion of the call tonight by saying I love you. God bless. Um, have an amazing new year and happy holiday season. And I look forward to being with you again for our very first Empowering Faith call. And Akina, whatever else you want to add to our call tonight. Uh, yes. Uh, if you would love to hear this show or any of our other ones, definitely go to changingmindsonline.com. Also, we're on iTunes, Stitcher, Tuned In, and, of course, our YouTube channel. We want to thank you so much for all the support and the love, and we appreciate each and every one of you, and we want to wish you happy holidays, and of the next time you speak to us, we will be in 2016, and we will be making it happen. So until next time, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much, and have a great night. Bye.